at eight o'clock, she rocked up and she sits down and says, I'm so sorry, I'm so late. I was going to be on time. And then the dog shit on my sleeve. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Single Sounds. I am the host and creator, Katie Mack, and my aim is to try and match you listeners with a perfect first date. This week's character is looking for someone fun, and you'll be sure to be impressed with his celebrity knowledge and quote memory. He has some interesting opinions on activity dates, but will be sure to improve your Sunday evenings if things do go well. Okay, hi, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me on Single Sounds. No, you're very welcome. It's good to be here. I'm glad you're you're happy to be here. So let's start with your profile. Mm. Who, what, where? So who are you sexually attracted to? Women, mainly. Uh, <laughs> Good. I think so. Mainly. Mainly. No, women. Um, <laughs> and I mean, I, I think what I'd probably say is that I won't reinvent the wheel at this point in terms of my sort of preferences. I think someone that I'd be looking for is someone who's fun and funny and I can have a laugh with. I guess kindness is a trait that I think is really, really mm. important. And ideally someone who can pick up on my Richard Curtis references, but that's not a deal breaker. <laughs> not a deal breaker. You could, it's you ideal. Could, but, you could you know. train them on that. Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah, that's like dates four, five and six. Notting Hill, four weddings and a funeral at that time. In that order, obviously. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Whether they like it or not. Do you know what? I've dated a lot of guys that Notting Hill is like their favourite rom-com slash maybe favourite film of all time. No. No, <laughs> It's a it's a great film. I'm not really, gonna really lie, good. like I love it. I think it's in terms of like the. Um, it's just interesting how many guys like it. I mean, it's almost like a fairy tale, and we've we've been derailed already. Um, <laughs> but it's important, you know. It's one of my one of my passions. Yeah. <laughs> That's one of the <laughs> traits I really Hill. identify with. It, it's I mean, it's almost like a fairy tale. You know, Hugh Grant meets someone who's from another world, yeah, almost. Yeah. And Julia Roberts, and and it makes you think as a mere mortal, like oh, I could I could, could be with a celebrity. It <laughs> One day. <laughs> and, Tragic. you know, it's the, the soundtrack is wonderful. The characters are excellent, really well thought out. The script is sharp. Yeah. Good film. No, it is. It's, it's very, very funny. Film. Like, mm. it's very funny. Good individual what? Mm. <laughs> um, and how about where? Uh, anywhere but Clapham. Um, <laughs> I uh, rate that. I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, <laughs> You've wiped out like most <laughs> I'm joking. Um, no, I used to live in Clapham. It's lovely. There's wonderful people there. Um, Anywhere, I'd say probably within the M25, I'm happy to travel. Okay. Uh, zones one to two, ideally, um, just because that's what my oyster card is. Um, it's my oyster card situation. So once you go past Ballum, do you know what I mean? Uh, okay. Charge, you know, Wait, sorry, what's this oyster card business? Um, so I've got a zone one to two travel card. This mm. is really fascinating stuff. But when you go past, and this, honestly, I'm, I can't say, this, this, this isn't me. I'm not being this picky. But when you, it's just a bit of a faff when you go past, I think that on the northern line, you get past Clapham South. Balam is in zone three. Yeah, okay. So like you come out and then it makes you have to top up when you. Yeah, it's annoying. It's a... <laughs> but yeah. a lot of people are in Clapham Balam. Clapham, fine. Well, Clapham North must be zone two. That all of Clapham is. Oh, fine. It's honestly you cross the border into Balam. It's a whole other world. Oh, I'm excited for your warm up game. Okay. Because you're doing celebrity impressions. I'm doing celebrity impression. <laughs> <laughs> Me and celebrities are interesting, but I'm very excited to give it a go. Yeah, I'm a bit nervous. You're not going to get it. I'm are gonna, you? Well, a little bit. Oh no. I know, and I also want to be the person who wakes up and makes everyone a coffee so everyone's ready for the morning. She doesn't know it. No. I don't think I do. Do you not like Love Island? No, I do. Oh, fuck. Was it this year's though? No, it's classic. Classic Love Island. Oh. I, th- it, I remember the, it. Was in, it, was, it was in the Tommy, Tommy Fury series. Yeah. Oh, if you don't know it, you don't know it. 
That's a shame. That is a That's shame. Gutting. But it's good, I'm Very guessing. Devastating. Who is it? It was Curtis Pritchard oh, from Love Curtis. Island. Yeah, he's gone yeah. on to bigger and better things, of course, like Hollyoaks. Oh, yes. yeah. Did you see? Have you seen his turn in Hollyoaks? No. Horrendous. Like just unbelievably bad. Like, what? Isn't he's terrible? Oh, shocking. Yeah. I mean, and I don't think he's helped by the script. I'm not surprised. But, but um, it's GCSE level stuff. It's him and his brother that, like did a little cameo in for a few episodes. Um, oh, and it is yeah. it's atrocious. But I'm not going to do the impression because it wasn't very good. Um, well, it probably was. I just like I'm not going to lie. I know who he is, mm. but. I'm not good at his voice. There was like, there was... But I'll listen to it after. It was the one... Right. Um, <laughs> that helps. Um, move on. <laughs> <laughs> move on. Um, no, it's quite funny. Okay. Lol. <laughs> Sorry. That's all right. That's, that's my fault. No. I just thought of an impression I could have done that you oh. would have probably got. Well, go on, do it again. The X Factor guy. And after have to do it and get into character again. <clears throat> it's time to face the music. Yeah, that's fucking brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, he actually, he recorded a birthday message from my mate, Robbie, um, at one point, that guy. So props really? To yeah. He does like, he does those... Um, oh, cameos. Cameo, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he was really just, he properly went to town on the script. He was great. He sort That's... of improvised around it. It was, it was smashing, yeah. What is your best dating story? I think I call it probably my most eventful dating story. Memorable. Memorable. Dating okay. story. Ups and downs? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have to be a little bit careful because he's... So the girl who I went on a date with is she's the daughter of, I think it's fair to say, a, a national treasure. Oh, yeah, fair, yeah. And for full disclosure, I didn't know this at the time of the date. Okay. Um, reason being, my I've been discussing, you know, dating with one of my a friend who's in a relationship because right. they often quite like to live vicariously. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. That's all <laughs> You're doing a whole do. podcast about yeah. it. <laughs> what do you think I'm doing here? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And so we, and I said and I said, Oh yeah, I'm going on a date with this girl and he and he um, I sort of showed him and he said, Oh, do you know who that is? It's like Oh, so you didn't know? No, I didn't at this point. And he said, oh, that's this person's daughter. I want to be quite careful to preserve identity and and so on. So I was like, oh my God, Christ alive. Okay, fair enough. So that's one piece of semi-important context. Another is that I was very tired on the the day of the the, the date in question. And another piece of context is I I promise I like dogs as much as the next person. I really have dogs, love dogs. (laughs) Okay. Can't stress enough. I don't know where this is Love going. Love dogs. Oh, yeah, it all becomes very, very achingly apparent. Anyway, so on, on the on the evening of the date, and actually I should say as well, she had said during the week, because we sort of, it, we'd arranged to go out on the Monday for then the following Sunday. Mm. Um, so I, we sort of were speaking briefly during the week, and I said, oh, how's your week going? And she said, oh, okay, bit stressful. My, my dog's very ill. And I said, oh, no, I'm so sorry to hear it. And she said, yeah, it's been quite tough, actually. He might have to come along on Sunday. As I say, love dogs. Yeah. Love dogs. But they don't need to come on the day. No. And so... Like, I'm a big animal fan and I think that's really weird. Leave the dog at home. What benefit is bringing it on the date? Like, if it dies there and then, like, that's, that's awful too. Yeah, that's from... I mean, like, that if it's been... going to die, like, it's going to die. You'd rather it die nicely at home than out, what, at a pub with a stranger. <laughs> That would be a memorable what, day. What's the benefits <laughs> of it coming? I'm confused. They didn't make themselves... Clear. No. Uh, no. The, the benefits didn't materialise, I'll be completely, <laughs> completely honest. So I'm sitting there. We'd agreed 7 o'clock. She pushed back to 7.30. I'm sitting there at 7.30. It was a dog-friendly pub. I'll say that for the, the choice of place, which wasn't mine. At 8 o'clock, she rocked up. Oh. I say she rocked up. 
Labrador kind of fucking flies through the door with her sort of being pulled by it. And she sits down and says, I'm so sorry, I'm so late. I was getting, I was going to be on time. And then the dog shit on my sleeve. <laughs> so I had to shower and change, which I thought, fair enough. And I appreciate the candor, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, you Good honesty. You could have yeah. just said, oh, I missed my train. Yeah. But fair enough. You know, you've been, you went with shit on sleeve. Shit on sleeve. You know, it's sexy <laughs> stuff. Cards on the table. Fair play. Love it. Anyway, we sit down and this is where my tiredness comes into it a little bit as mitigation for what I'm about to say, which is not my proudest moment. But she asked me how my, my Sunday had been. And I said, you know, I kind of did this and I did this and then I watched this, which was the show that her mum or dad had presented. Right. And I think I did it a little bit too effusively. Or I, I sort of gesticulated towards her as, uh, as I said it. which is Because she doesn't know at this point that you knew. No. And, that, and it's an insane thing to do. Insane. It was a, it was a lapse of judgment. Whatever. It was it was very foolish. Um, and then so she kind of <laughs> and I kind of kept going. And then she was sorry. So she said, whoa, 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 whoa. Let me just pull you back. Sorry. This this early. And I was like, oh, <laughs> oh. And she gave me a really sort of like inquisitive stare. And I I played dumb like you wouldn't believe. And I just went. And she she named the program and she said really. And I was like, yeah, it's a um, it's a TV show on. I'm not going to name the channel. And she went and you just brought that up. Randomly. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, big fan. Watched it. And I gaslighted her. Like, it was terrible. It was really, really <gasps> oh, bad. No. And, and she, like, s- stared at me with a... Re- and it was, I, I described it as, as a piercing scare, as a piercing stare. And then she sort of went, so, what did you think of today's episode? And I thought, fuck's sake. And to be fair, I had watched it. So I was yeah. able to come up at with some... At least you were able to reply. Daft fucking observations about it. And <laughs> start out in some way of shape or form, but really not my proudest moment. But then the, the dog really kind of took over as the most embarrassing thing about like so it was a big dog big labrador and they're badly behaved at the best of times yeah this especially thing, around food oh and there wasn't any well there was some food knocking around but this was like this made marley from marley and me look like right. the best trained dog in the world oh, no he would have won awards compared I thought to he this was dog Ill. uh had been ill and clearly not well <laughs> it its stomach was bad right it was flatulent okay and so i was just sort of sitting there kind of Trying to make the best first impression ever. Well, trying to salvage one, having, you know, nearly put my foot in it like no one has ever done before. Um, and the dog was just sitting there and it, it was just farting. And it wasn't, you know, it wasn't loud, but it just absolutely stank. stank. Oh, because like, it had a bad re- time. Yeah. yeah, really. So what had happened was the dog had gotten into the bin and had just uh, eaten loads of mints that had gone off because Labradors do that. Yeah, and they can flip their stomach. <sighs> yeah. And so it was just lying there guffing to begin with. and. That was off-putting. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. That yeah. would really ruin the vibe. <laughs> it, it wasn't as off-putting, though, as her sort of sitting there with her arm out for the majority, because it was sort of trying to pull to just run oh, off yeah. and, like, maraud around the um, the pub, which, as I say, was dog-friendly, but I think even they were being stretched to their limits at this point because she'd let go, and it would just, honestly, it would just run around. It would oh. jump up on the chairs. It would start bugging people. And... And you could see the staff just sort of being like, come on, really? I'm really <laughs> surprised she bought this dog. It like, is wild, isn't yeah. it? Um, Especially if you, she must know it's badly behaved. Like, yeah. it would have been so distracting What, regardless. I know, I know. And anyway, so she so she would then summon the dog back because it, it, like, it, it was really stretching the, the patient to the bar staff and it was becoming quite obvious. And I was like, I have to say, like, and to, to summon it back, she had brought this little Tupperware full of cooked chicken. Mm. And she would go... Baxter, chicken, and he would like come fucking flying back. I was like, oh my god, this is this is weird. Like yeah. this isn't usual. I no. wouldn't be sort of 
rocking around with like a Tupperware full of meat <laughs> <laughs> on me just for the, the whim of the dog. And, and then it would be quite, you know, be quite sort of docile for a bit and maybe lie down and then we just start farting again. And it was, it was really quite disruptive. At one point, uh, she, she let slip that the dog slept on the bed. I didn't let slip, sort of declared it. Um, yeah. Sort of like, have you got an issue with that? And yeah, in a way, I mean, yeah. I, I don't love it. I wouldn't, I don't have animals on my bed. No, 100%. It, was, no. It's, it makes it dirty. So that was, I'd call that probably an, an orange flag. Um <laughs> But best. clearly, the, so she then, uh, a bit later on in the day, said, well, my mum always says that the dog is a, uh, he's, he's a really good dickhead detector. And then followed it up immaculately smoothly with just, and he doesn't seem to like you very much. I don't think, Christ, you, you really do know how to flirt, don't you? Goodness me. Goodness me. <laughs> oh, no. Um, That's just like you're out. Like She then offered, she did offer to get a third drink. And I was, at this point, I was tired. Yeah. And I had to say, do you know what? I'm I'm exhausted. But um, thanks. Yeah, thank you. Um, and then. Introduced me to your dog. Yeah. And I, I, sent, I sent her a message the next day just to say, um, I think I said something like, lovely to meet you both yesterday. Both? Both. <laughs> uh, how, is, how, is, how is he today? And she said, yeah, he's doing right. And we just exchanged sort of online messages. After a few, she just went, sorry, did you just message to be polite? Because I kind of rate that. And I was a bit like, okay, well, I don't know what to say to that. Because, <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> yeah, that that's exactly what I wanted. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that is probably my most memorable. Um, yeah, that's pretty wild. Doating story. But even without the, like, National Treasure daughter yeah. bit. Yeah. It's still very weird. Yeah. Like I would be really confused. And they say don't work with children or animals. <laughs> and I can fully see why. Other than dog friendly pubs. <laughs> you know the best spot in London for what? Uh so I don't know if this place is dog friendly actually. On my next on my next visit. But um I think uh so I know the best spot in London for a good old fashioned East End knees up. Oh, okay. Like they used to do in the war. Oh, lovely. Yeah. I want to go. Oh, you Wait, really, where is I it? I can't recommend this place enough. Maybe I, sh- maybe I shouldn't be saying it because it's honestly, it's like... Is it, it f- like unknown? It feels like one of the best kept secrets that oh. I know about and I'm now just blabbing worry, about not it. Don't worry, not that many people on, listen. <laughs> <laughs> We're fine then. It's not, it's <laughs> not in the millions yet. They'll be glad of it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, so it's, it's a place called the Duke of Kendal. Okay. Near Marble Arch. And... Oh, I, quite I sh- central then. Yeah, I know. It's, so I think I, I think people travel from sort of far and wide, but I've been a couple of times, and honestly, it was just the nicest thing ever. Yeah. Um. So over at about sort of seven o'clock on a Sunday, they wheel out a little piano, and there's a player who's honestly he must be ninety, uh, and he is. Wow. I've never seen a keysman like it. Like he can really play, and knows everything, and just sort of tinkles away, and then. After a while, um, a couple of the guys who are regulars will get up and sing songs. Mm. And it's not just, you know, it's not like you're kind of your Adele's or anything like that. It's old time sort of My Old Man's a Dustman or The Lambeth Walk. Like these songs kind of from, or um, A Long Way to Tipperary. Like right, songs okay. from the war, which my grandparents used to sort of sing to me and stuff. And they all kind of, they slowly start getting more and more kind of involved and everyone like mucks in. But the clientele generally, they're seemingly that they're really quite tight knit. And they're sort of of an average age of maybe 70. And they all just get along and get together and have a sing song. And it's, and it's a lovely thing to kind of yeah. witness. It just feels like it's from a proper kind of bygone era. And then we obviously, we, you know, get involved a little bit because I love it. I love a sing. 
Um, Sounds great, though. It's on it. I can't. Rec- I, this is the thing. You kind of don't want it to become oversubscribed in a minute because it's, it's <laughs> it, it doesn't it doesn't feel it's weird. It doesn't feel like it's an event. It it's just only feels, Sundays. If uh, to my knowledge, yeah, I think there's another because I started talking because I was just so enthusiastic about the whole thing. I was like loving it. <laughs> I was just speaking to anyone there who was sort of like would, would tolerate me because um, <laughs> we we got a um, we started singing Hey Jude nice, as yeah. a table. And then Cute. the fellow started because he was just can just do it. He just started playing the piano accompaniment, and the whole place was going. A cup. I think he got a couple of the regulars' nose up though, because mm. they were a bit like, "Oh, come on, you know, singing is just poppy trash." Yeah, uh, <laughs> where's well, Tipperary? Yeah, exactly. Um, so they, I think, but they also were quite like, you know, it's nice to see sort of new people in. New, but, yeah, I'm sure they like that. It's going to be continued as mm. well because. They can't just be the same people there all the time. Exactly, like, but it's in not terms, sustainable. yeah, in terms of just like Sunday evening fair. I can't say I've had a better Sunday evening than yeah. I do. It was honestly... And that's the thing. Sunday's normally like so dead and boring. Like yeah. that sounds amazing just was, to go and like exactly. have a good time. Oh, it was just, it was, it was amazing. It was, it was, <laughs> it was so, so great. And what is your moan of the moment? Um, so my moan of the moment is activity dates. That's your moan? Yeah, big time. Oh, I just had a little like good plug for these. Did you? You don't like them? I think, hear me out, that activity dates are for boring people. So I, I'm like, I'm gonna dial down my rhetoric a little bit, but no, I think no, I see where you're coming from because I actually said previously that I think it's really nice to have something else mm. to divert away from if you're running out of conversation. Yeah, but that wasn't because I'm boring. That's because no. like the person I'm with might be boring. This is it. I think the <laughs> it, it's if you go into an activity day acknowledging that you're you're potentially not going to get on with the person that you're mm. there with, and yeah, this is smart. I see where you're coming from. <laughs> Thanks. That's really kind. Um, uh, as in, so you you go in on the kind of understanding that you might not be, you know, you might not have enough chat to kind of just Get sustain a conversation. Yeah. But my God, you're going to learn about their mini golf average or <laughs> handicap, is what I'm trying to say. Oh, and I just think people who meet on first dates and go on activity dates are just going to be the ones who end up on cruises when they're married, like. Just not talking to each other. My whole personality. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I'm kind of joking a bit. I love a cruise. <laughs> and I like to stress as well. Like, I love going and doing things. Like, I love, um, you know, going to the theatre or going to get to an art gallery or something like that. It's just this kind of sort of organised. And I also like organised fun as well. But when it's just when it's really kind <laughs> of the, when it's when you do these things only in this really particular set of circumstances where it's like just mini a, golf. Yeah, and you know, I, I've never heard someone say, "Oh, oh you know." I, I don't really have a type physically, but my God, I like someone who's good in the escape room. Or, <laughs> or someone who can really throw an axe. Fucking hell. Yeah. Like, I, that I, was a bit of an ick, though. Well, I've ax, done that. Axe throwing. Yeah. yeah. I don't understand it. I don't know it's why. It's really hard. I don't know why these things have been... Why would you want to throw an axe? It's bizarre. <laughs> it was really difficult. <laughs> I'm like, sure it was. Yeah, like, to get it to land on the target, obviously, because yeah. it spins, right? So most of the time it hits the the other end or like just like falls <clears throat> flat against it and it's it was, I found it very frustrating <laughs> I, I bet it smells weird there that's a really yeah did it smell it did, yeah. yeah anyway I don't know it's I, the wood I think yeah the, the one the one exception I mean obviously there's, there are others but kind of the one exception I make is karaoke I, I do like I, that's I, bold I like a karaoke day yeah. yeah that's not normal though no I'm thinking like your classics of like um, mini golf, yeah, mini golf know, bounce one. like yeah. those vibes not yeah, karaoke's like I'd love it because yeah. I will get up at any karaoke What's and your, sing do you have a, a song of choice uh, unwritten Natasha oh it's film. good oh, it's, <laughs> it's very good always always <clears throat> what's yours uh, super bass Nicki Minaj 
Oh, really? Obviously. I've got now. I've got a bit of a selection. So that's that's in there. Depending yeah. on the mood, you know. You're going, that was not what I was expecting. It's bloody good. Thing. Yeah, it's a great one. <laughs> bloody good. Gets the people going. Um, you've got you've <laughs> yeah. got that feel by Robbie Williams. Oh, okay. Um, bit of a different vibe. Yes, and then you've also got <laughs> Night Changes by One Direction. Oh. Yeah, I think you've got to go a bit left. That's like also not very well known. Exactly, but people do know it. Yeah, and know it enough. Yeah, and it slaps like it's just, and the key change in there. <laughs> oh my god. That is Harry, and don't gets get, the crowd going. I love Harry's house, but Christ, that is Styles at his best. Yeah, <laughs> it's so funny. Oh, good, um, good moment though. It's, it's, I'd say that was a controversial opinion as well because they're very popular. Yeah, um, and I've been invited on them. Um, Do you decline? I just think I just I, 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 I stand by the fact. Well, not the, it's obviously not a fact. Um, I stand by my belief my conviction that the best way to get to know somebody is just to sin natter yeah have yeah chat. Have, a, have a beer have a glass of wine you know and you can really you can dress it up dead nice you can like put it if you're sitting in a lovely little pub i'm thinking fire in the corner cozy yeah that's not cheap that's not throw away yeah that's quality time it's just not trying to you know dress it up yeah not trying to get a strike at the same time Go on then, I'm so intrigued. What is your most controversial opinion? Most controversial opinion. So uh, again, thinking about this one, um, I was sort of thinking through what you kind of see regularly on Hinge and other dating apps are obviously available. Um, but there are there are common answers that you get. So you have like pet peeves in particular, slow walkers. Yeah. That's a big one. Big one. Yeah. Um, you got most rational fear, pigeons. Often. Yeah. A lot of people see that all the time. Cows being able to move in regional accents. It's what people talk about. But the big one, the one that I keep coming across, is at people's dream dinner party, you would see Sir David Attenborough and Louis Theroux. So my controversial opinion is that I would not have either of them. They would not be on the guest list. They would not, they would not be allowed in. Not allowed in? Not allowed in. No. They can... What's ju- David done? Well... Let's start with that. I'll tell you. Um, <laughs> David deserves a night off, even in the kind of the hypothetical space that is the dream dinner party calendar. Right, yeah. He's a bit busy. He's booked up till like 2030. <laughs> the man is old. He's even alive then. Oh, hey. <laughs> Sorry. He's going to go on forever. Come on. Yeah, I think, I genuinely think people think he's like a diurnal oh, at this point. I do hope so. Um, he's, he's busy. He's a busy man. Yeah, so he's got better things to do than, than to come to my dinner party. That's very selfless of you to think. I am very selfless. But no, there is a selfish <laughs> reason as well, which I think that you, when particularly in planning actual real dinner parties, there's quite a lot of alchemy that goes into a dinner party in terms mm. of your, your, your curation of the guests. Because you, you don't want to flare up. No. You don't want tension. You don't want arguments. You want everyone to be having a nice time. Yeah. But equally, you don't want people to feel overshadowed. So in he might be quite intimidating. Yeah, and I think in the same way that if, like, for instance, on like Graham Norton, when they have off, don't get me wrong, love the program, great stuff that they make, really, really good stuff. But they'll often have like a lineup that's like Sarah Millican, Joe Wicks, and then Beyonce. Right. So and then that feels a little bit awkward because they're obviously and you know they'll hold their own. They're entertaining yeah. people and they're there in their own. But they life. don't gel. And they must be there feeling absolutely starstruck by everyone else, Beyonce, <laughs> yeah, or Tom Hanks, or whoever it is. Yeah, you know, the, the, the proper A, A like triple A listed that they've got there, um, which you'd argue that 
Attenborough and Theroux also are. Would, yeah. So now I wouldn't let them in because yeah. they tip the scales. <laughs> it's not balanced. No. Is that the same for Louis as well? Louis, yeah, Louis, and he would make feel, people feel uncomfortable as well, I think. Just with his opinions. I don't think he could relax. No. I think, he, maybe he could, but he just sort of, he just sort of, because that's the amazing thing about Louis Theroux, and I don't get me wrong, I really respect him as an interviewer and as a broadcaster, but he he's 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 a bit odd like he's he's, yeah. he's a bit unusual <laughs> but people like that it's people do like that i think yeah. people like that on, on the telly though rather than you know you want to be comfortable at a dinner party yeah yeah I, I know i fully agree yeah you want someone that's gonna like make everyone feel at ease join mm. in yeah like, yeah mm. which i think david would do i think he would he would be better at that i think he would but at the same time it becomes a bit david. i think it would it, all be about him it becomes a david show yeah it would and be people would be fascinated yeah like, that's the thing everyone would just want to talk to people him people would kind of yeah. want it to be but that's not I, I've got a bit of a stake in this as well. Like, I don't want my dinner party to be the David show. Yeah. 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 Um, so who would you have, though? I would have... I'd have Paul Rudd. Okay. I'd have Alison Hammond. I'd have Bob Mortimer. I'd have Jenny... <laughs> this is well thought out. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Alchemy. And I'd have Jenny and Lee from Gogglebox. Nice, nice. And I'd have my sister, Mo. She could... Because I can't, I can't have Bob Mortimer around without Mo being there. Because she, she, she'd be too jealous. <laughs> she'd be too sad. Because I think in amongst all... That's Notting Hill reference 101. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like the sister oh God, who's like fangirling, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you do need you need a Dakota's sister, and there she is. Although yeah. Mo is much better than not better, that's wrong. But like they're she often, wouldn't be as they're looking. often quite comedic. The sister, yeah. is, whereas Mo's just like she, don't get me wrong, she's got a sense of humour on her, but she's um she's a bit more she's she you could take her more seriously as a, as an individual. Okay, Bessie Rick time. <laughs> Are you excited? I'm nervous. I'm yeah. This is the the most nervous I've been. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, because you were like, should I find you someone? I was like, don't worry, <laughs> yeah, we've, we've got it. <laughs> no need. <laughs> no, no, we're we're fine. We're, it's already been it's said. It's been resourced. Um, yeah, so I've got no idea who this is going to be um, or what they're going to say. What can I say about this person then? Well, he certainly loves to talk. Uh, there'll be no awkward silences on any date that you go on. That's for sure. Uh, he also loves a movie quote. Um, especially if you're a big fan of Harry Potter. So um, just to warn you, though, if you are a big fan of Harry Potter, he really is expert level. So even if you're a massive Potter head, do some revision before your date because he won't just know the films here. He'll know all the books, all the little extra books. He'll know all the characters. Um, not that he's a nerd, but when he's doing these movie quotes as well, he'll try to probably slip a few impressions in, if you like those. Hey, some of them are questionable, but I'll let him do them to you first and you can make your own judgments now what else he's got a very cool job he works in television uh he's extremely good at what he does he's a very talented person also his house in north london is very very swish uh maybe you should go check it out uh no it's very very nice uh, this person also loves a party he loves a few drinks he's always the life and soul of any occasion very very big group of friends big social life uh, and overall as well, he's extremely kind, he's very caring, he's a brilliant friend, uh, he's got a cracking family, and he truly does have a personality which is very infectious. He's brilliant to be around, so I'm certain that he'd make a fantastic boyfriend. I'd give him my 10 out of 10 backing. You should definitely, definitely go on a date with him. Oh. <laughs> That's nice. That's really, I mean, he's, he's, he's ruined me. He's, uh, he's ruined any prospect of anything coming out of this. The, oh, the, God, the Harry Potter thing. I was People trying, like Harry trying Potter. To keep it quiet. Yeah, but he's made me out to be as much of a fan as I actually am. But I've definitely already, like, figured out, well, like, 
established in this episode that you're clearly you've got like a very good memory of like but it's like useless things no but it's like it's still a skill in the sense that like i can't remember like quotes and celebrities and like clearly you're just like insane (laughs) so i can imagine like for you that's probably really easy to remember like quotes and things from harry potter yeah uh, and also just a testament to my properly misspent youth like we just used to watch them all all the time i don't get me wrong i'd like to stress Oh, no, I can't even do it because the, the embarrassing thing about this is that individual there, we both did dress up as Gryffindor students for Halloween. And this year? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so last weekend, That's cute. We, we spent running around just <laughs> That's being, a good costume, though. being so silly. It was. No, we had loads of fun. Did you have one? Yeah, we had ones. Yeah. Um, no, that was really, really sweet. It was really nice. Um, okay, final section. This mm. or that? Yeah. How are we feeling about this? Pretty good. Yeah? Pretty good, yeah. Would you rather work for someone or only have people work for you? I think, so the the, the thing is when someone becomes a boss and it changes the sort of the dynamic, doesn't it? You, you lose your, the um kind of sense of, I don't know, camarade, camaraderie with, with yeah. your colleagues, don't you? So it creates that dynamic. Um, yeah. I've heard that a lot from CEOs, actually. Really? That, like, it gets quite lonely because yeah, people feel like they can't the be themselves exactly. around you. Um, I've never been a boss. I've I've sort of had people that kind of have been. You have to sort of ask them to do things on on like shows I've worked on and stuff, and I don't mind that. But equally, I I don't know. I, I don't think right now I'd kind of be quite suited to being an exec. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. I just yes, no, but... I wouldn't get taken seriously. <laughs> Can you imagine me telling somebody off? That'd be awful. Um, so I'd go with I'd go with working for someone. I think. Yeah, I, I, I would too. I'm not 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 ready yet. Yeah. Also, um, I would hate to fire people. Oh my god! Can you imagine? Yeah, no. I again, like I've spoken to people that actually that's have to hor- do that, and that's a horrible thought because I had to ask, like, how the fuck? Yeah. And they were like, "Yeah, it's, it's obviously it's awful. Like, it's not it's no two ways fun." Yeah. No. Christ, yeah. You just have to be sensitive and like not crack jokes, and do you know what I mean? Like, you just mm. have to try and be as respectful as you can. Well, I, I think guess. sometimes, like, as, especially as but Brits, to cheer you up, yeah. What did one wall say to I the other? I think sometimes as like Brits, we're quite bad at like. Being sensitive, yeah. we can use humour to like cover some things up. But, but there's, there's, there's times where like not, that's just not, not appropriate. Okay, yeah. yeah, no, of course. Would you rather be the best in the world at a skill, task, or job of your choice, mm-hmm. but be socially unbearable, or be loved by everyone you meet for the rest of your life, but be terrible at everything? Well, no, it doesn't say. It just is like you're either amazing but no one wants to be around you yeah. or you're just loved by everyone and I guess just average. Yeah. So you know about Djokovic because he's a knobhead, isn't he? Yeah. Um, I know who that is, yeah. Who are you asking me? No, no. Oh. I'm just sort of explaining but he's obviously very good at tennis. Mm. Apparently he is awful. Yeah, would not take the vax. I thought this before, before the whole anti-vax stuff came out, I just thought he was smug. Mm. Which isn't a reason to hate somebody I appreciate but... <laughs> Anyway, um, or you love, I, pro- I mean, naturally I'm inclined towards the, just being loved by everyone. Because yeah, I'm, me too. Because I crave. I'd rather just that. Crave affection. Also I'm being loved really. by everyone. That's, like, that's good. That's really hard really to well. be. That's yeah. tough. Um, and also that's actually, because you said be the best in the world at something. Yeah. Clearly, if you're loved by everyone, you're. That is the best, yeah. You're the most likable person in the world, lovable person in the world. Also, like, yeah, you could really start, you know, go on Gogglebox, everyone would have to love you. 100%. You yeah, get sure. like, yeah, you could just be the most famous person probably ever because you wouldn't have any haters i'm going with that one yeah yeah like it would you rather your only mode of transportation to be a donkey or a giraffe i mean a donkey looks more comfortable for my money giraffe would be be interesting i mean i'm trying i'm just thinking i mean so presumably you're in a world without public transport 
Yeah, just as you or or your rule is you can only use your donkey or giraffe. That's got to be the donkey. I'm trying yeah. to think of an upside for the giraffe. Does it run you, faster? It probably would. I think so. But have you seen how they run? It's bizarre. Yeah, it's I weird. Think it would be so uncomfortable. Re- well, be... so you couldn't have any baggage. No. At least the donkey you can have like nice, you know, strap on. They're famously some... they they're good at carrying things. Yeah, exactly. That's um, what I mean, I'm just, <laughs> I, I can't think of an upside for the giraffe. Like you, you'd be the guy who's riding the giraffe, which is you know, it's an energy. Yeah, maybe it's more like a are you a showy person? Oh, I see. I see. I, I don't see. know, or just like a practical. Would you rather be criticised or ignored? Probably ignored, to be perfectly honest. I mean, I know there's kind of there's a there's a difference between or people would see that as being less bad than being kind of mm. infamous, um, or kind of a bit of a bit of a rogue. But I'm not I mean, not really about it. Don't really want Twitter pylons. You know, can live without it. Yeah, yeah. Would you rather be unable to move your body every time it rains, mm. or not be able to stop moving? when it's sunny so the the toss up here is you know if you're outside and it's, and it's raining you're going to get wet you're stuck you're going to get soaking yeah that said you could you're having to move around the whole time that would be a pain in the ass yeah you couldn't sunbathe no you really couldn't no no yeah to take it to its logical extension you would be or really annoying the beach could we could be like flip it and stop it just says stop moving because you just like flick your foot or move a finger with that, that okay with that count yeah no i've seen so you, i was thinking like run about or like that's that, that's exactly where my mind has gone to yeah in contrast with literally having to freeze yeah that's the thing i think it does have to be that extreme even then just a bit of small movement constantly is really annoying, annoying yeah. it's almost I, you'd rather be running about because you've got that kind of clearly got you full of energy <laughs> but like people who like do that with their foot like yeah. the whole time the, like the shaking that's really annoying <laughs> it's annoying like when knee, they bounce like a knee move oh, just yeah and if it bounces you you're like stop i'm going rain yeah stop in the rain i mean you'd you'd pick your moments so like if it if there was a if there was a threat of rain you'd stay inside yeah you you park yourself i realized that that puts you you know a bit of a risk you'd have to work from home a bit more Um, you're unable to move yeah imagine writing into your boss like when you're the only work state or when it rains i physically can't move yeah i think you'd have to you'd have to declare it when you, was, when you were being, when you it's were applying for the job. Yeah. yeah. Do you require flexible working? Well, it's a complicated question. <laughs> okay, final one. Would you rather have all dogs try to attack you when they see you or all birds try and attack you when they see you? Oh, that's good. Birds go in packs, don't they? There are some <laughs> big dogs, though. Yeah, big birds. I, I saw, um, there are some big birds, you're right. Um, <laughs> Seagulls is what I was picturing. Seagulls are massive. They're huge. People... F- you don't realise it. They're not mentioned in the same breath as like, you know, wolves and stuff when you grow up. Wolves. Like, like proper menaces. But seagulls no, they're are massive. Huge. So I wouldn't want that. No. I wouldn't you're right, a dog is like that would really hurt you. Mm. Unless it was like a stupid chihuahua. But yeah. I'm thinking like a lot of, you know, even like a Labrador if that really wanted to hurt you, it probably could. hundred percent it could, yeah. So you'd have to steer clear from your you know, your your major parks. Yeah, so I'd I'd go for I'd I'd rather have dogs trying to attack me than birds yeah and that concludes the podcast is it really yeah nice. there we go do you have anything you'd like to say as like closing words no i'm good that was um i'm exhausted i'm, I'm all talked out <laughs> i'm done if you would like to date this character or know someone who would be interested contact the podcast on instagram at single sounds the link is in the show notes and if you're feeling extra generous today remember to leave a five-star review on apple podcasts or spotify to help you get more dates Thank you for listening and I'll see you next Tuesday.